In this podcast episode, I'm going to break down how we're able to charge $900 for interior detail and how you can apply this to literally any service that you offer. And if you are looking to start and grow your detailing business in 2024, then click the link down below to download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. There's over 10,000 words of pure content in that guide. It took me quite a bit of time to write it. So if you wanna check that out, click the link in the description if you're watching this on YouTube or check the show notes. So now let's get started with this episode. So let's talk about how we're able to charge $900 for an interior detail. Now, although we're gonna specifically talk about the interior right now, this is applicable to if you're charging $1,800 for a correction and coding or uh, $1,400 for a uh, smoke odor removal or if you're charging $120 for a wash, right? Because anything that's on the upper echelon of, of the price range is gonna be different than what most people charge, right? Um, because you can have someone, you know, down the street, you know, Mr. Car Wash that charges, you know, $10, $15 for a car wash. And then you have, you know, you know, like we do, we, we, we can we charge anywhere between, you know, 50 to $100, $120 for, for a wash, like not interior, like just a wash. So that in itself is already like a big disparity between, that price range of $10, $15 to $100, $120 for just an exterior wash. Um, so with this customer here, uh, I have a YouTube video on it, breaking down the actual how-to process. Um, and I have a, I made an Instagram reel on it. Um, so with this customer, it was a it was a F-150 truck. It was previously purchased. I think it was a construction truck because I mean, it just, it was super dirty. Um, like the the whole floorboard, what, the, uh, what helped a lot is that there was the only, fabrics material on that truck were, were the seats. Everything else was plastic and plastic, or plastic and rubber, I'm sorry. So the floorboard was that plastic um, rubberish material. The The floor mats were plastic and all the door panels and, and everything else was plastic. There was no other um, fabric material. So that helped out a lot. But um, the truck itself was in very, very, very bad condition. And when the customer contacted us, I believe he I, he, he watched our, our he went to our website on on uh, and, and read our content, saw our photos, saw our reviews, and I believe he saw some social media videos as well. I can't tell you which specific ones those were um, because I have quite a few videos on different channels and such. So I, I don't know specifically where he saw those videos, but the more important part is when he reached out to us, he had already known that it was gonna be a high price and he budgeted for a high price. I believe he initially had the budget of like $700 and we quoted him 900 and we, and we talked a little bit and we're like, yeah, it's the reason why it, it, it's priced much higher or the reason why it's priced this high is because it's going to be more of a restorative cleaning. Um, and that's what, we, what he was really looking for. Um, we just kind of said it better, like a restorative interior cleaning. So for us, when we price a super high, when we price a high job for interior cleaning, 10 out of 10 times, which it doesn't happen like that often, but when we do, when we price a high job, it's because it's a restorative interior cleaning. And we made that distinction uh, like a year and a half ago because there were some cars that we would get that were just like hammered, like bad, like this. This requires more than like a standard, like what we call our full interior cleaning, which is a deep interior cleaning of, of the entire interior. It's like, man, like we're, we have to do like two full interior cleanings to get it back to like a good condition. 
So that's when we were like, man, yeah, like we like this shouldn't fall within the 200, you know, 300, $320 range. Like this has to be like $600, $800 because like, man, like this thing is bad. Like we're going to remove seats, shampoo, everything multiple times, hit uh, the seats multiple times. Like dude, the headliner very thoroughly. Like this is a lot more than just a regular like standard full interior cleaning. So for us, we call it a restorative interior cleaning. And it does help talk to the customer in that manner of saying like, hey, like for, for this condition of vehicle, um, uh, it, it, it's not going to be just a, a, our, our standard uh, interior deep cleaning because of the condition and it's going to require multiple passes of the same step and it's going to be a very thorough job. We consider this a restorative interior cleaning based on the condition of the vehicle. So this one's going to range between $700 to $900. Um, so yeah, so we, we priced at 900, we talked a little bit, we said, Hey, yeah, we're going to have more of a, uh, and, uh, more of a restorative interior cleaning approach to this. Um, and the customer's like, yeah, like, you know, uh, um, can you guys remove the seats and such? And it's like at, at this level of service that we do, like, yes, the seats do get removed because like, if, if we don't remove them, there's no way we're going to properly clean underneath them. There's, there's so much gunk and trash and debris and dirt and gunk underneath the seats. Like we have to remove them to like really get in depth with everything. And once we remove the seats, like, yeah, like if we hadn't removed them, there's no way we're doing a good job because like there's so much crumbs and, 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 and junk, like just all in around the, the seat rails that you can't access without taking out the seats. So with this level of service, it's like, yeah, like we, we do take out the seats and, and, and do all that um, and do that, that level of work. So this is more of a, even when we do the headliner cleaning, right? Like we, we're going to, we're going to pre-spray the headliner, agitate it with a, with a polisher, with a microfiber pad on to, to agitate. And it's like, we don't, we don't do that on every, we don't do that quite often because it's usually helpful. Like, oh, like the headliner is really bad and we're doing the whole headliner. Like, so a lot of the steps that we do, it just, it, it takes the, the interior cleaning, the, our, our standard full interior cleaning, it takes that two or three steps further and that turns it into restorative interior cleaning. So, you know, multiple times, like uh, we, we we went over certain areas multiple times with the extractor, extracted multiple times. Um, now, how you're able to get these customers, like, look, um, this customer already knew what he wanted, right? Like he he knew he didn't want to go to, to Mr. Car Wash down the street and get a full detail for $100. Like he wanted to get the interior cleaned properly. He wanted to get the job done right. He wanted to get it to as, as like new as he can. And that's one thing that we did know of like, Hey, look, like, and, and, you know, like the, the, the driver's seat, there's already cuts in the seat or not cuts, but you know, it, it's been torn. The, the, the cushions already kind of coming out. Um, a lot of the, the plastics, like there's a lot of like, um, impressions or dents on the, on the door panels. Um, some of the leather's cracking already. So, you know, and it's, it's not like he was expecting any of that to be repaired. Right. So we already knew going in, like, there's only so much we can do, right. Like that, like the goal is to get it from a two right now to like a, a solid eight, you know? Um, and even with that, like, you, you you know, unless you go take it to a, what are they called? The um, upholstery to redo some areas like that, that's how it's going to be. So the customer knew that he just didn't want like a like hundred dollar, you know, in and out detail at the local car wash. And he wanted to make sure he found the right person. He wanted, he, he, he was willing to spend a good penny, you know, $900 is not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and he wanted to get it done right. So we didn't do any convincing. We, we, we didn't, we didn't, you know, when we were emailing the customer or when, when we were talking to the customer on the phone, there was no selling involved. We weren't pressure selling. We weren't persuading the customer. The customer was already sold on the service. He already wanted this level of service done. He was already expecting to pay a high premium for the service. His thing now was to say, okay, these are the detailers that I want to hire. I need to call them, get a bit more information 
figure out the scheduling and book it in, right? It's not like we have to overcome objections and you know we have to sell them and follow up. Like there was none of that. It was just a very casual conversation between someone that wanted to get their interior cleaned and that person talking to us and us answering some simple questions, just confirming this, you know, this detail here, this detail, this detail there, and we booked them in. There was no like, oh, this was a, a three-week process and he wanted this invoice and remove this. And remove. he basically said, look, I know you guys can do it. I want a, a very restorative interior cleaning. Can you do it? We did it. That, that It's as simple as that. It wasn't this long drawn out like, you know, sales process, right? Like for the most part, detailers, we're not going to be salespeople. In the traditional sense of like, if you go to a dealership and when you go to a dealership, you, you think about, oh, you're going to talk to a salesperson, right? They're going to sell you on something. As detailers, you know, when you have your marketing down right, when you have your positioning down right, when you have the reputation, you're not salespeople, you're order takers, right? You, you, you're not, you know, overcoming objections to what, you know, if you're cold calling for whatever, or if you're, you know, doing B2B sales, or if you're selling insurance, or if you're selling um, what, like, that's actual sales reps, salespeople that, you know, like you got to push and, and call and, and it's a numbers game. With detailers, when you have things done right, when you're when you when you're the solution and people are looking for the solution, it's very easy to sell your services because the customer themselves are already sold. They're not just looking for the right detailer to get the job done. And if you have your marketing done right, if you have your your customer service done right, if you have your reputation done right, if you have all these things in place, well, yeah, every single not every single person, but a, a large majority of the people that you talk to, you're not selling. You're just listening to, to what they have to say, you're answering some questions and you're booking them in. And this is exactly how it happened with the customer that paid $900 for the interior detail. Like it, it wasn't some like, oh my God, what's the big process? Now, how do you get to that point? Well, flat out, things take time, right? Like if I ask you right now, what's your number one method of getting customers? What, you know, what are you gonna tell me? Like if I ask you right now, I said, Johnny, what's your number one method of getting customers right now? Most people, are gonna say, oh, well, I get a little customers through here and you know, some customers come through there. Like that in itself is already a problem, right? Like for us, we know for a fact that like 90% or 85% of our customers come through our website through SEO, search engine optimization. The other 10% are, is through Google ads, right? We're paying um, 800 bucks a month for ads. And then the remaining, what was that? 10, uh, five, 10, 15% word of mouth referrals or walk-ins. But the walk-in happens because they find our website on the first page of Google or or they run into one of our ads, right? So everything kind of works together. But like if, if your main marketing source is like, oh, well, I get referrals and word of mouth. It's like, that's not, although it's great, don't get me wrong, referrals, word of mouth, some of the best customers, right? But if I told you, okay, if you wanna double, if you wanna double your revenue in the next six months, increase your word of mouth and referrals by, 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 by 50%. Well, how do you do that? Well, you need customers in order for referrals and word of mouth to happen, right? And it's like, with, with that kind of marketing that you have, which I wouldn't even call that marketing, but like with that kind of system that you have, with the kind of method that you have, it's hard to grow or to like kind of, you know, push and pull the levers because you're not in control of that, right? Like you need, you first need customers to service and satisfy so that then they can refer you or spread your business to other people. But that, that, that part doesn't happen if you're not getting customers in the first place. Right, so strictly word of mouth referrals, I I I, I personally do not, and like encourage that to be like your number one method. 
because there's a lot of other great methods that like that can actually get a, like a lead generation machine turning and like actually producing results and a byproduct of that once the leads start coming in you start booking in customers and you have a great service a great experience a great everything then from there you get a lot more um referrals and word of mouth right kind of like the chicken and the egg like which one comes first the chicken or the egg um so if you like get, get more leads first let that happen and everything else will be a byproduct of that right you want to get more re- reviews well, you need customers, right? You want to get more referrals? Well, you need customers, right? You want to get more content for your website? Well, you need customers first, right? Um, so that, that's the way I look at it. So it, it's your marketing, right? And how you're able to generate leads. Um, and again, like not all, not all marketing is equal, right? I mean, you can market in a very bad way or in a way that attracts your not ideal customer, right? I mean, you could spend money on Yelp ads or Facebook ads or Google ads. And, you know, if you're spending money on Yelp ads, which I don't recommend at all, you're spending 500 bucks a month and you get a ton of clicks, a couple of calls and no one books, right? You got no leads, right? That's a, <laughs> no leads came into your business. Um, or you're, 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 you know, running Craigslist ads and you're getting leads, but man, every lead that contacts you, they want that, that $25 detail special because, you know, they're used to just going on Craigslist and find the cheapest option that they have. And you're trying to bargain with someone that wants the absolute cheapest service possible. And they don't care about quality or that you're the best detailer or that you use a specific chemical or brand or tool or product. Like they just want a cheap service because they want to pay cheap and that's it. And if that's the kind of person you're talking to, it's going to be a hundred times difficult a hundred times more difficult to grow your business, to book in customers, because you are constantly, day after day, having to battle and negotiate and haggle with customers that simply don't appreciate the level of service that you offer, right? So which then brings you to the next point. If you want to do X amount of service, right? If you want to do a two-step correction and ceramic coating, if you want to wet sand, if you want to go for perfection, if you want to take out the seats and shampoo and, 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 and clean and agitate everything in the interior, if you want to do all these things, you have to find the customers who are willing and able and happy to pay for premium prices because you're the right detailer, right? It's a, you can't get anyone to pay you premium dollars if they don't care about their vehicle, if they don't value your services, and if they simply don't care about getting that level of service done. It's not going to happen. No matter what you say, how you present it, how the, what special it is or what deal or what discount, they're not going to purchase it because they don't care about that level of service or their vehicle or whatever it may be, right? If you want to do the fun, high-end services, you have to attract the customers who are willing, able, and appreciate that level of service. It's not hard to be the best detailer if you're not worried about money. But if you're running a detailing business, guess what? A big part of what you do revolves around money, right? And I'm not saying here to say like, oh, like you can't go over a dollar of what they're not paying for. Of course not. Like we we do a lot of things for free around here just because like we do it, right? But there's definitely a line of like, okay, yeah, like we can, you know, like on the vinyl wrap that we did, we do a quick mini interior detail, right? Like we'll vacuum it, wipe down the interior a little bit, you know, it takes maybe 15 minutes to like just kind of wipe everything down. We don't charge anything. We, it's more like a, a, of an appreciation thing to the customer. No big deal, right? Um, or maybe we're doing a full interior cleaning. There's a lot of dust that we're blowing out. Or even on this truck, actually, on the $900 interior detail, um, because there was so much debris and so much dust, like we blew out a lot of dust. The truck got pretty, had a good layer, not a good layer, but it, there was a layer of, of dust and debris on the paintwork. So we just did a rinse, a rinseless wash for free. Like it wasn't included, but it's like, ah, look, like we kind of got the paint dirty. We're, we're going to give them a, 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 a like new interior once we, once we turn it in. 
well, let's just wash it. That way, like, it all kind of, you know, it all kind of uh, bundles together and, and, you know, we give him a nice finished product versus, you know, we clean the interior, but we got his exterior, exterior dirty. So, I mean, what, a, a 10 minute rinseless wash? No biggie, you know? Um, so it, it's not to say that you never cross the line of don't give anything away for free. But I mean, look, if you give something away for free or, or you show your token of appreciation with customers that, you know, are worth it to do that. You know, if, if someone comes here for, um, you know, the, the first time here and they're just getting a, we, we typically don't do this, but as an example, if they're just coming in for a, a $50 car wash, we're not going to be like, oh, well, look, their engine's dirty. Let's, let's just hit that real quick. Like, no, because you, you need to allocate your time and energy to where you have the most impact, right? Now, if you have a customer that's coming in for a correction of coding and they're paying $1,600, you say, oh, you know what? Let's include a free engine detail. Why? Well, just because. Yeah, we'll just throw it in there because it, it, it's, it's a nice thing to do. They'll appreciate it. Um, you know, it's not that dirty, so it wouldn't take us that long anyways. So it's like you, you have to be able to you know, really allocate when you make the decisions to, to go the extra mile or, or, or do something for free or, or do something, but like it, you have to do it to where it makes sense because we are running a business. And, you know, if they're not paying for that level of service, you are literally just giving away your time for free. Uh, You could be doing anything else in the world right now, but you're working for free because whatever reason you want to do that for, right? Because you just want to detail because you like the way it looks because, whatever, but you're not being compensated for it. Like you could be doing anything else. You could be at home with your family. You could be resting. You could be booking in a high paying client. You can go and be working on your maintenance stuff. You can go and work on your website for marketing, but you are deciding to work for free for whatever reason that is. And that's not good. Um, again, it just, you have to be selective of when you do that. You know, I, and you, I'll have Lex on, 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 uh, on another episode, but like, I'm always saying like, oh, let's just do the wash. Okay. Oh, let's do a quick, like, I'm always trying to give more because I'm like, oh, I'm like, I appreciate everyone that, that comes to our business. Right. So it's like, oh, hey, can, can we hit like a, like a wash real quick? Or, hey, can we like, let's do the engine real quick? Or, hey, can we do the, um, like, I'm always trying to add more and Lex is like, oh, well, you know, we still have this and we still got to finish that. And we have the customer at, at one of, oh, okay, never mind. But I'm always like, I'm always trying to push it. Like, hey, like, can, can we do something else? Um, and typically if, if Lex and Angel are working on a vehicle, and we're like, we're, we're on schedule and things are going well. And I have like me separately, I have enough time to like do that extra thing. I'll do that extra thing. Um, like whether, whether it's literally just compounding some yellow headlights, like not set, like you literally, I literally just like get a, a polisher, put a pad on there and start uh, um, um, buffing it just to remove some of that yellow haze. It, it, it takes five minutes. The headlight looks a lot better. And we're able to just to tell the customer, Hey, by the way, like we just quickly, like it, it's not perfect, but it does look a lot better. Don't worry about it. We just, we just, we just quickly did something for you just to make the car look a little better. Like we are, we're always doing that to some degree, but again, it's, you have to be selective about these things and you can't do any of this. You can't be giving, you can't be giving like you yourself, right? Like you want to be giving, you want to be appreciative to your customers, but that is so difficult to do when you're dealing with customers that aren't even appreciating what you're doing in the first place, that they're not paying the proper amount that you're not, you know, you're not able to do your full service because they themselves are not paying for that amount and that they really don't care for that level of service, you know? So then it's like, well, you, you lose either way because one, they're not paying the amount that you want them to pay or that you charge for your services. And if you wanted to do more, well, you can't cause you're already not making money. And then you realize, well, I'm not even making money at all on this job and I just want to get this over. And then the customer is kind of a pain in the rear and it, it's literally just a lose, lose, lose situation. And that's just, 
that's what leads to burnout. That's what leads to you not liking what you do. That's what leads to so many things because you're not attracting the right kind of customer into your business. But my camera is about to die, so I'll keep this podcast episode short and to the point. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below if you're watching this on YouTube. I'll talk to you on the next one.